Perak Yates Mishnah Dalek. This point we are familiar with the halacha that if a child's a day falls out on Shabbos, the Rasmila goes ahead on Shabbos even though the mitzvah Rasmila entails a malacha act of making a chabura, making a wound, it draws blood. If the halacha is a Rasmila, bismano is docha Shabbos, meaning where a child's a day falls on Shabbos, so that the proper time for the mitzvah falls on Shabbos, then that obligation overrides the consideration of the Isser Malach involved, and the Brismila goes ahead on Shabbos. However, the case of a child which does not yet have Brismila, but whose eighth day does not fall on Shabbos, Allah is, we may not perform Brismila on such a child on Shabbos. For true, there is a mitzvah to give this child the Brismila, but the time of the mitzvah is not today Shabbos. Therefore, there is no justification whatsoever to perform the mitzvah, which entails again a Malacha on Shabbos. And even in a case where, let's say, Shabbos is later than the child's eighth day, and for whatever reason the child didn't yet have brismila, maybe the medical professional said that it wasn't safe on the eighth day to do the brismila, and say the child becomes physically ready for brismila, on Shabbos, halacha is, the brismila may not be performed then. But the fact is, that even if it only now became practical to carry out the mitzvah, this is not a brismila bismano. Brismila bismano means the child's eighth day. And so if it's the ninth day of the child's life or beyond, we would not be permitted to perform the brismila on Shabbos. The Mishnah discusses a couple of cases in which there are two babies, one of which is brismila was on Shabbos, others was not. And the mole ended up performing the brismila on the wrong baby, the one whose eighth day was not on Shabbos. The first case is as follows: There were two babies, one whose eighth day fell out on Sunday, the other whose eighth day fell out on Shabbos, you know, that very Shabbos. And there was a mix-up: forgot which baby was which. Ultimately, the Sunday baby was circumcised on Shabbos. The Mishnah rules, Chayiv, the person who performed the brismila will be liable to bring a carbon chattis because it emerges that he inadvertently performed a prohibited malach on Shabbos, the malach of making a chabura, which was without justification since this child's zman for brismila was not today Shabbos, but the following day. So this uh, ruling is undisputed. The Mishnah now discusses, let's say, Echelamul Be'erev Shabbos, Echelamul Be'Shabbos. Two babies, the eighth day of one fell out on Friday. The other one's eighth day fell out on Shabbos. And for whatever reason, they didn't perform the Friday baby's brismila then on Friday. And you know what then happened? Vishachachumal es shalerev Shabbos Be'Shabbos. They lost track of which baby was which, and they ended up performing brismila on the Friday baby. On Shabbos. In this case, there is a dispute as to the halacha. Rabbi Eliezer, Machayiv Chattis. Rabbi Eliezer says in this case too, the one who performed the brismila on Shabbos must bring a carbon chattis. For he emerges that he inadvertently desecrated Shabbos because although the Friday baby was overdue to have a brismila, the fact is that the proper demand for the baby's bris was not Shabbos. Therefore, there was no justification to do that brismila on Shabbos. So it was Chilo Shabbos B'Shogig, therefore, as normally applies in such a case, the person has to bring a carbon chattis. However, for Rabbi Yeshua Poter, 
Yeshua exempts the person from having to bring a carbon chattis. From Yeshua's opinion, when a person ended up inadvertently committing a kares violation such as Chil Shabbos in the course of performing a mitzvah, then he is exempt from having to bring a carbon chattis. I mean, nobody argues with the fact that they got it wrong. They circumcised the wrong baby. They should not have circumcised the Friday baby on Shabbos. But Rabbi Shua argues that since in the end that act of circumcision was a mitzvah, that creates an exemption that exempts the person who performed the act from bringing a carbon chattis. Even though in the previous case of the Mishnah, the person was also attempting to perform a mitzvah, the difference in the first case is that in the end, he did not perform a mitzvah. For in the first case, the person ended up performing a brismillah on a child who did not yet have that obligation. Before they ate, there is no mitzvah yet of brismillah. And so after Shabbos, they're going to have to go and let some blood out so that you know, they you know, continued the process once it was already the child's eighth day. And so being that in the end, the mitzvah brismillah was not actually fulfilled in the first case, even Rabbi Yeshua agrees that the person who performed that act of circumcision, which was one of the forbidden malachas of Shabbos, will require him to bring a carbon chattis.